Blog Talk Radio. This is the Back Porch Writer Podcast, the show for writers, about writers, and writing. It's live, fun, and informative. Each week, I chat with writers, editors, and industry pros to give you and me a heads up about this whole new awesome publishing world. Back Porch Writer is about creating the life that you want through writing and publishing. Are you ready to tap submit? Let's explore the possibilities together. Welcome to Back Porch Writer. Welcome to Back Porch Writer, the show for writers, about writers, and writing. I'm your host, Corey Miller, and today is March 22nd, 2016. And I have exciting show planned for you today. My Chris, my my author that's on the show today, I'm getting all flummoxed. There you go. It must be because of our weather, but I'm not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> anyway, so the author guest that I have today is DCJ Wardle, and I'll have him come on in just a couple seconds. I want to let you know that this show is brought to you by Ardent Media, where passion meets purpose. And today we're going to be talking with Chris about his book, and it's called the, oh, I'm going to totally mess this up, Saquon Heist. Oh, he's definitely going to have to help me on the pronunciation of this. But it's a crime caper, and I love the description of that crime caper. And he told me when we were chatting about it just a little bit ago that it's sort of humorous. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about his book. And it's set in Asia, I think Southeast Asia, if I remember correctly. We're going to talk a little bit about book review love. I have some people you need to know about. And then we'll get into Katie ROI and Katie Pulse. I've been trying those two, um, I guess services isn't the best description, but tools. Those two tools out in the last week or so. So I've got some um, fun information to share about that. And then we might get into a little bit about mindset. And I've got a few reminders, but I'll get into that at the end of the show. Right now, though, I want to bring Chris to the program and welcome him to Backport Writer. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you very much for inviting me on the show. Well, I'm glad you could do this. I mean, I know it's a challenge because you're in a, a totally different country right now <laughs> trying to call into the program. So I appreciate your effort to do this. Um, so tell everybody, because I totally butchered the name of the, the book, and I know I did. So what is the name of your book? Right, yeah. No, the book is called The Facon Heist. Um, Facon is the, the country it's set in. Um, so because um, I've based the the book to be set in Southeast Asia. I've drawn on lots of different experiences from when I've been working in different countries, in, particularly in Indochina. Um, so I didn't want it to kind of be about one one individual place, but capture the, the characteristics of a lot of different um, cultures, if you like. So I, I decided to invent my own country uh, to capture that, and eventually came up with the word fake one, which kind of, as in fake one, um, but it sounded very it sounded like it fitted. So uh that's yeah, that's where Saquon Heist comes from and it's uh it's a it's a very unusual bank robbery, um, the book. Um, because it's it's set in a small provincial town in Southeast Asia and, and it's actually the, the guard of the bank who ends up trying to, to rob his own bank um through a series of, of slightly unusual situations. So yeah, that's where the title comes from. Well, that's really interesting. I had no idea. So what? how did you come up with the idea for this particular book? Because it seems to me that this is your – you've written two other books, if I recall correctly. Both of those were humorous that's right, yeah. from what I read. 
So where do you get the idea um, for this particular book? Yeah, well, I do a, a lot of my, well, I do all of my writing whilst also working um, in various countries. The last few years I've been in Southeast Asia and has been a bit of an inspiration for me. Um, and I mean, this particular one was, I had a, a, a reason to go to a bank. My, the organization I was working for at the time um, asked me to go and, and put some money in, and the bank was just about to close. And um, basically, they said, I'll oh, just go around to the back door and let yourself in and, and bring the money in that you need to deposit. And, and it just struck me how easy it was to walk into a bank like that. <laughs> so uh, that was kind of the root of the idea. And I went into the room where they were all packing up and the money was everywhere. It was amazing. And I thought, you know, aren't you lucky I'm not here to rob the bank? That was kind of the inspiration. But actually, the um, the main character is the guard, which is, I've worked in a lot of places with a lot of guards. Um, and, and it's an interesting protagonist to have because guards are often fascinating people. Very often they're not people who, who set out to be guards, so they've kind of got a different kind of story and different aspirations, and and they've arrived in that position from from a you know a, a journey that wasn't quite going to plan or something like that. So it's a, an interesting way to. I mean, you know, the, the bank thing's kind of like a, a nice starting point, but, but the the basis of the book is this the guard character and and how he evolves and, and all the circumstances that kind of collapse around him to to suddenly come up to the conclusion that the answer to his all his problems is to rob his own bank. Um but yeah, so it's not a technical book on how to, to you know the actual uh, mechanics of it, it's more about the character. So So what was one of the funnier things or more humorous things that happened as you were writing the story, like a scene or something? Um, funny within the, the plot itself. Um, yeah. I, 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 the, well, I guess the, the main root of the humor that I started with was that the, the guard, because within the story he, he, his job changes and he starts, they, they modernize the place and it becomes shift work and he suddenly has colleagues before it was just him sleeping outside his bank at night and getting paid and, and, and eventually it turns out the three of them will actually do this, this robbery and they arrive in the middle of the bank robbery at the point where they've kind of got their money on the hand, their hands on the money, sorry. And, um, at that point, they realize that they've got very different motivations for being there and different ideas about what they're going to take and what they're going to do next. And the humor then kind of arises from the fact that they're standing in the middle of this heist, arguing about what actually they're doing there and realizing they have to sort that problem out before they can actually move on and, and get out of the bank and, and, and deal with everything else. Um, so that's kind of the root of it and then you kind of go back into to how they got to that position in the first place and then what they do about it. <laughs> that sounds really funny. But it's a fun book. It, it, yeah, it's meant to be fun. I mean, there's kind of, yeah, there's a bit more to it, but it, it, it's a fun scenario. Uh, it sounds like something right up my mom's alley. She loves to read uh, mystery books and, and even things along these lines. So I'll definitely recommend it to her as a book that she needs to get her hands on. So when you've been, when did this book come out, actually? It's fairly new, right? 
Yeah, it came out um, last month, no, sorry, in January, in fact. They're very new. In January. So what sorts of things are you doing to market your book? Um, well, I guess the usual uh, downloads of, of options are available, which is to try and um, kind of promote through Facebook a little bit and, and Twitter and um, get people to... A guest blog and and so on. I wrote a a couple of articles recently, so I wrote an article for a a magazine in the UK, an online magazine. They asked, they wanted a list of ten things, and I came up with a list of ten things you didn't need a list about, because um, <laughs> I don't really know ten things about anything. I don't think so. All the most unuseful facts I've ever come across as I've travelled along and and. and why you don't need a list of those ten things, I think, is what I <laughs> I came up with. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. I'm sorry? Okay. That's really funny. I need to see the list. Yeah, I'll, I'll, so, I'll send you the link. Um, I'm yeah, trying to remember what they were. But things you would need to display on a, a hotel's reception desk, things like that. Um <laughs> Definitely yeah. send it. If you send me the link, I'll I'll uh, share it through Twitter and I'll put it on the, the in the show notes and stuff so people can check it out because that sounds really funny. What kinds of things are you doing that you think are have been effective? Um, that's a, a very good question. I I, I really like that. I, I think the 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 key for writers is that, that marketing is is everything. And as someone who's writing, my knowledge of the marketing side is, is much less than my, hopefully my ability to write. Um, so I, I think a, a lot of it is, is just trying to get it out there. So something I've been doing recently is I know a couple of people who are part of, of book clubs and, and reading groups. So I've asked them to to read the book and have that on their list of books for for their club when they, they discuss and meet each month. And I think that's kind of a good way for me to start because I think it's I'm I'm currently in Southeast Asia and the books about that area, so to try and get that kind of local interest, I'm hoping that's going to work because I think also there's a lot of you know hundreds of thousands of books out there, so to to stand out within social media I think is very challenging. I think I think trying to get a bit of a, a local base is is a a good way to, to add to that. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you. I, I find a more success when I'm trying to market locally than I do when I'm doing all of the other things that I try to do on, on social media or whatever. Those things are great, the things I do, but it definitely is the face-to-face meeting with people that helps me to sell more books, actually. So right. I'm sure that, that must be true because you are competing with so many different people and and it's quite a big investment to to expect somebody to sit down and spend some time reading your book you're asking a big investment from their time if nothing else mm-hmm. when when there's such a a choice available so to to have that kind of face to face contact and and how people think about why why your book should be higher up on the list is is probably a good strategy mhm absolutely so what's next for you, in terms of your writing, for me, I'm currently trying to write a, yet another book. 
set in Saquon, but but very very different with different characters. Um, this is hopefully again uh, a, another humorous novel, but it's kind of based on a a bit of a journey through through some very rural areas. To, it's all linked to a little bit to to magic and 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 beliefs of, of local people. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's an idea I'm working with. It's much more complicated than, than the, the bank heist one. <laughs> so I'm currently well, trying to get all my ideas I, together and my characters. I, I find it interesting that what you said as you introduced that to me was that hopefully it'll be a something humorous. So that made me wonder, okay, what kind of writer are you? Are you an outliner Do you, or are you really more of a just see your pants, just start writing kind of person? Um, well, I tend to, to struggle to find time to write. So I, it's, it takes me a long time to write a book. Um, and, and very often I'm writing it in small segments and I've had a lot of time to think about that particular chapter and how I'm going to try and make it funny because that to me is a, the real challenge. Um, so it's one thing for me to, to come up with a plot and a story and the characters, but to actually have somebody chuckling all the way through and, and finding it entertaining in that way is, is much more challenging. And that was something I found when I started thinking about the book I'm writing at the moment. Is, is I didn't actually find my my first attempt at the character very funny. <laughs> so I've kind of had to go back to the drawing board and say, okay, why well, wasn't he very funny? And let's, let's rethink this and get a, a different, you know, different combination of people involved to see how the humor plays off each character and yeah because i i'm entertaining myself if i'm able to write something humorous i think that's my point i'm doing this for me as much as anybody else i don't want to write something that i'm not enjoying writing um mm-hmm. and if i'm not entertained by the humor then it's it's less of an enjoyable experience for me so why did you want to write things that were humorous? Um, well, I think that's exactly it. it it's it's the, the first person who reads my book is me, and I want to be entertained by what I do, and it's something that I, I enjoy humor a lot, um, and it's a, a genre that I really want to, to be good at. Um, and it's also a, an escape from my my usual very serious life. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's something that gives me pleasure at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tend to, I, I can think about it in terms of the books I read and the movies I watch. I like to watch things that are really pretty funny, quirky funny maybe, um, sarcastic funny a little bit. Uh, but I don't want to get into things that are just remind me too much of real life, you know? So it is a scope. Right, yes. Yeah. Exactly. There's a, a danger of, of it becoming a kitchen sink drama or something, and I, that's something I try to avoid as well. I, if you're reading a book, often it's for escapism, and certainly if you're aiming for a humorous book, it is. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I never thought about how difficult it might be to write something purposely and make it humorous like that. I mean, when I'm writing, something funny will come up, but I'm not going at it from the perspective of, I need to make this funny. It just sort of comes out that way for me. But you're obviously right. working at making it humorous. 
Well, I, I, I guess somewhere in the middle. I think it's because I, I spend a very long time getting there. It gives me enough time not to for it to have kind of come naturally from somewhere. So I may be on a car journey going to, to the field somewhere, but and, and a, a funny idea will strike me, and then I'll spend a few days thinking on that and, and seeing how it might fit into um, the plot I'm writing and, and where it would go and, and if it's going to work. And, and so by the time I come to write it down, I kind of have some confidence in, in where I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. So where is your um, book available? Where can everybody find it? Um, yeah, I mean, it's on, on all the, the usual online places. It's on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and, and the various mainstream online bookshops. Okay. And I know we were talking about reviews earlier, everybody. This is a book that you might want to check out because it could use a few reviews, and it sounds hilarious. So I'm definitely going to be checking out your book because I like to read books that are funny. So I'll be checking out your book. But everybody else that's listening, please check out his book, Chris's book. So that, and it's under DCJ Wardle for everybody to know. And it's the Faquan Heist. Did I say it correctly this time? Faquan Heist. You can say it however you Faquan. like, I think, because it's an invented word. Faquan. So it's open to interpretation. Sooner or later. I'm going to get it right sooner or later. Faquan Heights. Everybody needs to check that out. And do you have a website, Chris? I do. I'm at uh, www.dcjwardle.co.uk. Okay. Well, there you go, everybody. Chris, thank you so much for joining me here on Back Porch Writer. I really appreciate you taking the time all the way from the other side of the world to call into the program. Well, thank you very much for, for taking the time to talk to me. I've enjoyed it. Have a great day. Thank you. So be sure to give that book a little book love, Saquon Heist by D.C.J. Wardle. You can find it over on Amazon, of course, and it sounds like it's by on Kobo and iTunes and Nook and all that jazz, but you know, go over to Amazon. And you know he's probably got it listed in Amazon UK and Amazon US, so definitely check that out. I notice when I check out reviews on the sites, they don't, crossover. So I have a review over on the UK site for one of my books, but it doesn't show up on the US side. So be aware of that when you're leaving reviews and things like that. They don't all show up everywhere. I can also probably go over on Goodreads, I bet, and I probably should have asked this, but I've got the books over on Goodreads. Um, so you could leave a review in more than one place, actually, and that'd be awesome. Speaking of book review love, I want to tell you about Tom Falwell. He has a Rangers of, I think it's Lorian. Uh, series, and he's got books one and two, and I think he's working on book three right now. His genre is fantasy, um, sword and sorcery, that sort of thing, and he could use a little book review love over there. He's got one of his books in the series has maybe a handful, like 13 or so, 14 or so reviews, somewhere in there, but the other one needs more reviews. So if you're into fantasy, go check out Tom Falwell's Rangers of, I want to say Lorian, it's L-A-E-R-E-A-N, books, and uh, it's a series, as I said, all fantasy. Check that out. Um, Here's what I need to get into now. Did you know, have you heard about KDROI and KD Pulse? Well, I have tried them both at this point, and I have to say that I'm really enjoying them. Uh, KDROI is something that's been put out by the same gentleman, Wesley is his first name, who created Kindle Spy. 
which is something I haven't used. I checked into and thought, nah, I don't really need that right now. I'm not going to do that. But then this KDROI thing came out, and I, I got it for, I think it was around $47 or something. The price may have gone up by now. I don't know. Uh, but I picked it up. And what it allows you to do is you can promote your deals, whether it's a free promo, 99 cents, and I think perma-free, to several of the different book sites that do that. Um, and I was able to do this a couple different times. So I had some promos, promos going in the last week to today, essentially. And the interesting thing was that I was doing a promo for Deadly Sins 3, my newest book in the mini-series for Desert Jackson, and I was doing it for Deadly Sins Complete, if I recall correctly. But I got something like 17 or so downloads for Deadly Sins 1 just in the last couple days of doing this promo stuff. So I thought that was pretty interesting because that's the book that's listed as perma-free is DS1. DS2, DS3, DS3 is 99 cents. DS Complete, I think I had it, 99 cents. But those weren't getting picked up, but people were going to DS1 and, and downloading the first book. So hopefully that will turn into uh, something else for me. But this particular tool makes it really easy for you to just grab the information from Amazon. It just brings it right into a little form that pops up on your screen. It's a, a Chrome um, extension. And then all you have to fill in is your um, email address, and then if you want, put in a bio. And then you do a couple clicks, and you're done. And it even shows you what's successfully going to the different sites and what, you know, you may have a failure getting to those sites or something like that. And then those individuals that have those different promo sites send you follow-up emails. And be aware of that because some of those emails require you to do another step. That happened once. Um, and I can't remember the, the site that I had to take the extra step with, but all the other ones I didn't. And I think the last one I did was um, maybe Deadly Sims Complete. I can't remember now, but it may have been that one. And uh, it went out to a handful of sites because it wasn't free. It was a 99-cent promo. And the majority of the sites, it, it made it successfully through the process. So very cool tool, useful tool. And you know there's tools out there that let you do this, but it's, you know, like 15 bucks a pop every time you want to do it. This, you just get this one tool, and you can use it as often as you want to use it and for one fee, and then you get the updates and things like that uh, with uh, the KDROI tool. So check it out. Uh, KD Poll, also interesting tool, and I don't know who put this together, so I I'm, I'm, don't want to attribute it to any one particular person, but KD Poll allows you to look at all of your sales data from uh, your Kindle sales and from Amazon, you know, create all that stuff. It lets you get all of your, your stuff in one spot. Um, and maybe not create space ones, maybe not the paper book ones, now that I say that. But in any case, you know, sometimes when you want to go and look to see what your ratings are, uh, what your rank is, whether or not you have sales, how many downloads you had, that can be a little bit confusing and time-consuming if you just go to your bookshelf on Kindle for the KDP um, platform. But this allows you to see all that in one place for all of your books, and you can refresh it. So you can see today's information, yesterday's information, and I think seven days before, 30 days before, that sort of thing. So this is how I knew that I had so many downloads of DS1 in the last couple of days. I just pulled up Katie Pulse, and again, it's a Chrome extension, and it cost me, I think, $27 to get this. And I can see everything in one place. The other cool thing about it is that you can bring in other authors' books. You can't see all of their data. Like, I don't think you can see their actual sales data, though you can see the price of their book, which is another category that you can see on your own. Useful information. So you can kind of see how you're comparing to other people in your same genre. 
um, I think that's a useful tool. I haven't done that part yet, but I'm going to. So I'm kind of see how things are going, how I'm preparing. So check out KDROI and KD Pulse. You might find them very useful. I am right now trying to build up my author toolkit, and I'm a very frugal person. So I, I, it takes me time to decide if I'm actually going to purchase a certain product. And I decided KDROI and KD Pulse were worth the, the money spent, and so I'm very pleased with that. Another tool I'm looking into is called uh, the Editor, and this is a it's it's a neat tool. I haven't played with it enough yet to give you too much information, but you can go check it out on your your own. It's put out by Serenity Software, and essentially it is a higher level tool for doing editing of your work, and it goes beyond the, the simple grammar checks and things like that. And from what I've read, it catches more of the mistakes than any other tool out there. So that's why I decided to check it out. And you can get a free trial of the, the editor from Serenity Software and just check things out for yourself. One of the things that's cool is you can get two different levels. So you can do one where you essentially have to print things off and then you can go back into your document and do the, the checking. Or you can get the slightly higher price one. And this is all under $100, by the way. Um, you get the slightly higher price one and be able to do that stuff online as you're checking through your document. A window pops up and you can just check things right there. So. You know, I'm, I'm looking at both of those things. So as I find things that are useful, I will certainly share them with all of you. So a couple of reminders before we head out for the day. First of all, thank you so much for those of you who are reviewing the Backports Writer Program over on iTunes. I really appreciate that. I could use some review love for this show, actually. So please go over to iTunes, subscribe, and rate and review the show. That is how other people will find Backports Writer. And I am, as you can tell already, changing the format of the show. So things are, are really sort of, they're in flux, but they're not. I don't know. Another reminder, Indie Author Hour is coming up at 11 o'clock Central Daylight Time over on Blab. Blab, I am, D-L-A-B-I-M. It's a fun time. Hardy and I get together and we talk about what's working, what's not working for us as authors. Um, today we'll be talking about, possibly talking about mindset, and then recapping some things that we talked about last week. And a couple things we didn't quite get to. One of them was uh, Brain to Books Cyber Convention is coming up. Um, Angela was on the, on the show last week talking about that. If you have not had a chance to check that out, go over to Goodreads and look for Brain to Books. Uh, it's a whole cyber con. It happens on Goodreads and Facebook. There's a lot going on, quite a few authors involved in that. One of the things that I'll be doing is hosting live lab interviews uh, with various authors who have signed up during the convention. And so the convention is April 8th, 9th, and 10th. You can come and go as you please. Um, and you will, as far as the interviews that I host and see them on Blab, they'll be available on the Backport Writer YouTube page. So if you miss a live interview, you can go over to the YouTube page and see that interview. And the one thing that's really cool about Blab is that it's really interactive. So people can come in and they can just lurk and watch. They can go in the chat room and ask questions or they can ask to be seated at the virtual table and ask the author a question directly. So it's a fun platform. If you have not checked it out, please do. One reminder, if you do though, if you want to participate in the chat with the author and want to be at the table with the author, you'll need earbuds so that we don't experience too much feedback. Um, and then it is video and audio, so be aware of that. But a fun platform. And one way to check it out, of course, is to visit us over on In the Author Hour at 11 o'clock today, Central Daylight Time. I also started Indies at Backporch Writer on Goodreads. I decided to get more involved on Goodreads, that platform. I think it's a fun platform. I'm really starting to like it a lot. 
with our Indies at Back Porch Writer, and I started this over the weekend, and there are eight members. So go check that out and see what's going on with Indies at Back Porch Writer on Goodreads. Again, I want to thank you so much for joining me here on Back Porch Writer, the show for writers about writers and writing. I didn't quite get to book blurbs, but I'll put something in the show notes about that. I just came across this uh, just neat format uh, for creating book blurbs, and I'll update the, the show notes right here on Blog Talk Radio so you can see what that is. Um, but it's just a simple way to write book blurbs. So I'll get that information out. But thank you so much for joining me here on Backwards Writer, the show for writers about writers and writing. Until next time, gold chair, sit a spell, and write. Thanks for listening to Backwards Writer. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe via iTunes so people just like you can find the show. If you've got comments, questions, or want to be a guest, visit BackwardsWriter.com for details. I'm your host, Corey Miller. Until next time, pull the chair, sit a spell, and write.